Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, Pete. I didn't like that P. That was long, I was wasn't it? It's a P. It sounded like I was doing it normally, and then for some reason I was injecting a bit of irony into it. I thought you'd forgotten my name. <laughs> you got P. Payload. <laughs> hey, how you been? You've been on holiday. I've been all right. I've been to Taiwan, where hey. all the food has brown sugar on it for some reason. Does it? It's delicious, though. I'll definitely. I've been putting brown sugar on everything. Since, since since I, I thought you were going to add another back. thing all uh, of the food back this is mean back right I, I, um, what's, the, what, what's like the big cultural thing out there what, uh, what do you do do they have like scooters. loads of bars scooters scooters I went to an abandoned nightclub in a place called Taichung uh, near uh, the train station that had just burned down in 2005 everywhere else you condemn the building yeah. oh not in Taiwan they go <laughs> anyone can visit there anyone can spray graffiti and smash up the place it's brilliant and in my case uh, I was there and I could sort of hear chattering and I looked out the window down into like a sort of um, off a balcony massive place like mm. bigger than the not the O2 what am I talking about the Astoria yeah, so imagine okay. how big the Astoria is Crikey. with all of the levels and all that stuff um, I looked around this corner there was an erotic photo shoot going on what's there it's not that kind of place and it was an erotic photo shoot going on I was like wow I would if I was the lady and I presume there yes. was a lady involved yeah. I might be a little bit worried about turning up for an erotic photo shoot in an abandoned <laughs> building not not even that a burned down building yeah. it burned down Mark and they didn't condemn it amazing uh, we're going to be talking about uh, an empty nightclub in this episode oh, are we, now? we okay. are yeah in, in many ways uh, the, the, the some of the women who find themselves in the ring <laughs> in Wrestlemania's very much find themselves in the, the, the very uh, a metaphor of a burned down nightclub uh, very much so <laughs> very much so the fun when you join the WWE is most definitely over <laughs> <laughs> oh Mark this was brilliant isn't this good this was br- like usually when we do these, I'm like, I'll go this and do this, and then I'll get to the main event. And I'm like, I've got five minutes before I've got to meet Mark. Yeah, I'll skip through it. And I, gen- I was so late for you, Mark. I'm so sorry because you know, I had to watch every last second. Of it. We we rarely really get to talk about the main events because mm. we tend to enjoy the early bits. So <laughs> we front much. load, we front yeah. load, yeah. And we we often, we often have a sort of break period where we have to be out. Yeah, and so we we <laughs> always do that. And we look at the clock and we go, we've got three minutes. Um, well, oh shit, the main event. Well, let we could. Start Start with the main event. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the main event in this WrestleMania, which is widely regarded as not just the best WrestleMania of all time, right. but probably the best wrestling pay-per-view of all time. Yeah, it's top to bottom 
it's fantastic. Mm. If you take out the the women's match, which is a point where women's wrestling is still in a very nascent phase, mm. um, the worst match on the card involves Eddie Guerrero. Now, <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? To say that Eddie Guerrero is in the worst match on a card <laughs> tells you how good the rest of it is. And actually, what's incredible about it is the whole thing. It hits a, a, a bit, I think, with the Angle-Benoit match. Mm. And after that, every single match just takes it higher and higher <laughs> and higher and higher until you get to the main event, which I think is the best main event in WrestleMania history. Mm. There are other contenders for that. WrestleMania 20, Benoit versus Michaels versus Triple H. Right. Um, this one, watching it back... Good God, it's brilliant. It's, it's Stone Cold <laughs> Steve Austin and The Rock, and mm. both of them are at the absolute pinnacle of their careers yeah and it's so thrilling and exciting i'd forgotten just how <laughs> physical and exciting a, a match could be um well just just before we start we we talked uh, on one of the episodes that we recorded uh, about wrestlemania what would it be 16 2000 oh, oh god is this corrections and clarifications nope, we haven't nope, done something no, no. wrong i have we? Made, i did make a lot of mistakes in that ah, bloody that cares. was that was uh, post a baby being born and i really could i you know <laughs> post I, I, bbb do you know what it's a weird thing it was like I, I half got it right, but I, I was listening back to one of them and I was thinking, oh, don't don't, don't then say it's that. And I'd, I'd then go, and then it's this. And I'd go, oh, you f- stupid fucking idiot. Um, you were so close to not ruining it. Um, but one thing we mentioned last time is we, we, we were saying, let's try and find uh, something for under 15 quid that we buy. Right, okay, now, yeah. you've been away on holiday, that is fine. And yes, actually, okay, yeah, yeah. I noticed it's really hard to get anything really from like this WrestleMania 17. You can get action figures with the WrestleMania 17. It's not WrestleMania 17, Mark. I agree. Uh, <laughs> so the best I could do was I found a book that was published uh, between WrestleMania 2000 and WrestleMania X7. <laughs> X7. X7. The Fink calls it WrestleMania X7. Well, it seems to be that's what everyone calls it WrestleMania X-7. <laughs> Why? I know. You've gone half Roman numerals. It's also You've worse, added in <laughs> because they've gone WrestleMania XV, WrestleMania 2000, WrestleMania X7. I think it's X8. Then it's X1X. Then it's XX. <laughs> then it's 21. <laughs> I'm surprised you didn't go to go at WrestleMania uh, 2000 Redux. <laughs> WrestleMania 2000 plus four. <laughs> um, that's confusing. Um, but I picked up a copy of a book that came out in 2000, right? Uh, and it is peak WrestleMania 17 uh, uh, territory. X7. Right. Apologies. Okay. It's can you take the heat the WWF is cooking. This explains a lot. <laughs> Does it? Uh, well, because later on, one of my favourite things is that Jim Ross has made um, some kind of spicy sauce. He has. JR's barbecue sauce. No, slobberknocker sauce, thank you. <laughs> it's slobberknocker sauce. And this makes a sense that he's... Um, He's cooking, but he's using chopsticks. He is. In, he in is the wok. Um, but but I don't think also, Ken Hom would be up for that. Remember, in two thousand, we hadn't quite nailed Photoshop, <laughs> and there's a flame there at the side of the wok that is neither cooking the food nor singeing his hand, which it is also on. Um, it's a picture of John, uh, Jim Ross uh, working at something with a wok. Yeah. I shouldn't think that Jim Ross does a lot of Chinese traditional cooking. Uh, next to him is Stone Cold Steve Austin, and next to him is the Rock. Now, you might think, did they get them to turn up? 
And I, that, that is again, not a bad, uh, not a bad job. Not a bad job. No, no. But, but this photo of the rock is using a lot of stuff. <laughs> so they basically <laughs> it, a bit like going. I met the Unabomber, and you're standing next to a charcoal drawing of the Unabomber. You know, we go. No, we know what that is. So on the back, I think they did get Deborah. Oh, Deborah. Te- yeah, Deborah. Lo- Deborah looks like she's in the in the same room. Yeah. Bless her. They've still not managed. They've got the same one. <laughs> <They've got more laughs> There's more Jim fire. Ross, Jim Ross is pouring fucking Henny on the side of that fucking... Remy Martin. Boom. You're going to love this. It's Chinese vegetables with Remy Martin. Oh, it's sort of cold. But there was all that fire. Um, and they've got all of the... It's just a cooking book and the pictures are a bit... What is he pouring in there? Is the lid even off? It's it. It's just... Uh, she's, she's got a kick. I know. She's he's, cook, he's cooking like a little, a little stir fry with flames all over the fucking gaff. <laughs> They're also all over the bottom of the book where his counter stops. And, and right, I'm not being funny. See the flames cut right. This is something you clearly haven't fucking noticed, big boy. Okay. Right? The flames coming out of the bottom. He's on the hot walk and, and the flames are coming out the bottom. Look at what kind of oven that they're using. <laughs> it's, it's an electric It's oven. an electric ceramic hob oven. <laughs> Jim, this is not cooking, mate. Something's gone very badly wrong. Why are the flames coming out of the fucking electricity? <laughs> because I've just poured half a bottle of Remy Martin on it. <laughs> Oh, 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 Mark. I, I tell you, Mark. this is so much fun, this book, right? <laughs> so, uh, now, listen. Right, if you think we're going to get to even the first match <laughs> on this fucking show, this, you're wrong. This, it's the can you take the heat. This book is 224 pages long, and we are going to read every single one of them. <laughs> Mark legitimately, right, had to write a book recently, yes. and he legitimately lost a fair portion of it <laughs> thanks to his MacBook dying. Yeah. He used data recovery, yep. he's been working fucking balls to the wall for weeks <laughs> to get this fucking thing finished. And we've and this is what we're looking at. This well, is what this is what I did he is, got his book finished. When I lost, he didn't have MacBooks back then. <laughs> when I lost my book, what I've done is I've just plagiarized <laughs> this one. So even though it's it's a book for two well known celebrities. The important thing is that I've now decided that they know someone called Bob Backlund who's really into low-carb vanilla ice cream. Um, it's, it is mental. The idea is that Jim Ross went round to all of these uh, men who were, yeah. let's face it, in 2001, they were partying pretty fucking hard. And he went round to all of them and he said, do you have a recipe for my book? So, for example, um, Lita came forward and said, yes, I can do black, uh, spicy black beans with onions and bacon and she gave them that um, Kane of course said yes of course I'm Kane hell chicken I'm hell's hell's demon <laughs> so I'll, uh, here's a recipe for a red velvet cake oh so <laughs> hang on wait a second uh, so that's kind of themed it's the very much very in the in the same theme as the beanie babies that we had last week it is yeah so you get Mark Henry's sexual chocolate cake <laughs> right okay you yeah. get um, Kurt Angle's all American apple pie yeah a lot of them they just didn't fucking just... bother with. So you get um, Gerald Briscoe's best cake ever. Albert's applesauce cake. It really is. It really is poor. But there are a couple that I, I found which I love. So Paul Bearer. 
Right. Uh, gave us uh, a recipe here. Uh, just <laughs> an handful of dirt. Here's Jim's intro to it. Um, having lost more than £100, <laughs> probably in an hour, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Paul was quick to contribute this very healthful dish. Kids especially uh, like eating it. Paul used to like eating out of anything when he weighed about £400, <laughs> says, says JR, fat-shaming Paul Bearer. What, so, so he's lost a lot of weight. This is, yep. this is him talking about some of the food he used to yeah. like eating. And as you say... Really rubbing it in. Yeah. And as you say, you know, he he, he is a character uh, that's a bit deathy, a mm. bit a bit graveyardy. Yeah, 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 yeah. What what sort of I mean just any sort of pun you'd expect, wouldn't you? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um I'll try um stone hot stone Gravestone stick, like it's hot, yeah. served on a hot on, on a gravestone, but it's hot. That's nice. Yeah, yeah. He, he didn't go for that. He went for tuna stuffed tomatoes. <laughs> Actually, that sounds disgusting. <laughs> it really does sound bad. Wow. Imagine going to his house and him going, "I've made you a tuna stuffed tomato." I've made you a tuna stuffed tomato. I don't want it. Of the of the bushwhackers being round. <laughs> <laughs> it Dirty would have been boys. good if if he'd said, oh, "The tuna is dead." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that that does actually fit. Um, it was good. Irresponsibly, <laughs> <laughs> we killed many whales. <laughs> a dolphin died. <laughs> um, so then you also the see the of a dolphin. <laughs> a weird thing in this book where you read through and you might be going, "Oh, I've got in that book." Now, obviously, I didn't give a recipe because I'm a wrestler. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm not going to. I'm not what I was, Betty Crocker. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm Taz. Yeah, I'm like so. Yeah, they must have looked through and gone. I wonder what they've given me. And there's loads of steak dishes and stuff. And they gave Taz, they gave him a thing called Taz's Red Hook Garlic Bread. Uh, Taz is from Red Hook in uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. And it's basically, it says, uh, heat the oven, mix some butter and garlic, <laughs> cut a loaf in half, brown. That's it, right? If you were Taz and you opened this, you'd go, oh, I'm I'm not going to be wrestling in the company much longer, am I? They think nothing of me. The best two, just quickly. I mean, I mean, and this is, it's a sort of great book. I don't know why it's so enjoyable. It's it's that weird thing of like a recipe book for cookies that's got a picture of Perry Saturn doing an elbow <laughs> drop instead of a serving suggestion, right? But at least put like his, a picture. They've not, they've not taken pictures of any of the food. No. So there's not pieces of food. The, the, the food has not been made. Yes, exactly. It has not been made They've in the making They've just stolen recipes from places. Oh, stolen and... recipes from places? Some of them are stolen <laughs> off the back of boxes of cake mix. Right? Perry Sutton Super Cookies, the ingredients. One box of cake mix, any flavour. One egg, half a cup of oil. <laughs> oh, great. Cake mix. Jesus Christ. And there's, I think there's an even worse one, which is this one. The Big Boss Man's Refrigerated Dough Cookies. The ingredients are one or two packages of ready-made cookie dough, and that is it. <laughs> that is it. A recipe isn't saying, go to a supermarket and eat something. Oh, eat it. Yeah, oh, you'll foods. love it. Buy no. half a chicken, eat it. It's got four steps. The first step is cut the dough into slices. The fourth one is enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> two and three is just, uh, I don't know, arrange on a two plate. Is, two is place the slices on a, on a uh, sheet. Uh, <laughs> three, follow directions on the package for times right. this and is, oven heat. This is why the US need to chlorinate <laughs> their chicken, because people are eating fucking raw cookie dough. Disgusting. There is there is something funny about this, which is this came out 
I'm just taking a picture of Mark. And I was doing a cheesy smile. <laughs> this came out at a time when the WWE had suddenly gone merchandise crazy. Yeah. And it's because they had a massive spike in popularity. Mm. They became very, very profitable. They um, had a website for the first the, time. I want to see the cut. <laughs> <laughs> How much of that was the Can You Take the Heat cooking book? Do you know what came out the year after this? <laughs> volume 2. Oh, my word. It was a big enough success that they did a second volume. Well, it, yeah, it's one of those things for like... Actually, who was it? for because if you're a mum who like knows oh, that your yeah. kid loves a bit of WWE yeah you, they don't like cooking do they no and grown ups but you don't want to is it even cooking you don't want to tacitly endorse wrestling no. if you know a grown up no <laughs> imagine going to like a dinner party with I don't know um, um, some some actress you know Tandy Newton and you turn up and you go I've got a wonderful recipe book that I use all the time you will love it and you gave that she'd just go get the fuck out the fuck out what is this hang on wait a minute what did uh, what did Sergeant Slaughter make no what did Sergeant Slaughter Sergeant Slaughter did make something. He made, uh, it's the first recipe, uh, mess hall dip, which is, um, it's got steak, garlic butter. Uh, You have to then buy some, a can of Hormel no bean chilli. Cream cheese uh, and sour cream, and I think you just—I mean, it all sounds put it like all stuff together, that just put together. It just sounds like stuff that sort of like if you went to a fifteen-year-old's for dinner, which you must <laughs> never do. <laughs> if you went to a fifteen-year-old's for dinner, they'd have found some sort of meat and put some stuff on it, and you'd go, "Oh yeah, no, it's yeah, it was very, yeah, it's very good." <laughs> you know, uh, Gangrel's deviled eggs. Who the hell is? I don't even know who Gangrel is. <laughs> I know who deviled eggs is. We're going to be talking a bit about, about Gangrel later Gangrel. as well. Yes, he he comes in uh, with an interesting story about the porn industry. Oh, nice. Uh, And Midian's minestrone soup. Oh, that's quite Uh, nice. A famous gimmick, of course, that he had his nuts out uh, all the time. He was naked Midian. Of course, yes. Yeah. Do I want some of your soup? Of course I fucking don't. (laughs) That's the most complex. Look how many ingredients. It is. The last one is a pair of Midian's testicles (laughs) rubbed over the plate before serving. (laughs) Oh, man. Oh, Matt, that's wonderful. I might bring in the second volume as well. I can't look at that. The thing is, people think he's bought this for the show. No. He's not. He's he's, on. It's What's even funnier is I didn't have to go to the store to pick this out of storage. No. I actually had this at home. <laughs> so that was easy. Uh, I, I have bought you something. You have got a young baby. Please do not <laughs> indulge. It's, the only thing I serve her is Midian's Minestrone. <laughs> <laughs> the thing, what I like about it is all the wrestlers at the start have quite complex meals. Yeah. Like, have complex meals with actual like, ingredients. And you're right. At the end, you get fucking Sergeant Slots. Oh, it, cookie dots. It's how to make coffee. How to make coffee? How to make coffee? <laughs> what's the, what's the first uh, what's the first uh, one on on side of the slot is uh, coffee? Rise and shine, sleepy heads. Uh, turn up. <laughs> that's not a fucking. That's, that's not part of a recipe. And the fifth one is any questions? Good, then enjoy. And that's an order. You're dismissed. This, I mean, it seems amazing they've managed to get even th- like not just five, even three lot, steps to making coffee. A of, seems a lot. There's a lot of weird brand names in it as well. There was yeah. the beans earlier on. I use a coffee brewer such as Mister Coffee with a program. Clock, clock. <laughs> so my reveal uh, coffee is ready for me at 5am. 5am? <laughs> well, he's, he's in the military, Mark. Have some respect. <laughs> Thank you for your service. It's in beautiful condition, I have to say. Well, I mean, it's never been used. It's never been used. <laughs> I don't like the way that Jim Ross... 
<laughs> it's looking at her. I know. Do you know what? This is this is of course one of those things with Jim Ross that he had Bell's palsy, and so oh, his face right. does, okay, does fix. No, uh, he, that, again, not in that case. The one on the front is 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 much better. The other one, because it's with Deborah on the back, he's giving her a bit of a side eye look, which looks like he's about keep to suddenly t- grab her by the throat. Keep it together. Move that fucking cake away from me when I'm cooking on my ceramic hob fire. Well, because you said, and the fire is just on one side, like his face. <laughs> he probably can't see it. <laughs> What a horrible start to the show. Oh, well. What a horrible start to the greatest WrestleMania ever. <laughs> oh, oh, God, they're going to do the WrestleMania X7. It's going to be really good because, I mean, they can't actually sag it off. It's such a good thing. How was it? Yeah, they spent two and a half hours <laughs> talking, talking, about, talking about Big Boss Man's pepper steak, where pepper is the chihuahua that Al Snow used to have. And it was oh. a joke. Oh, my God. Um, yay, WrestleMania! Yeah, WrestleMania <laughs> um, this, this is also a really, really important year. And it's actually going to have huge ramifications on our mm. podcast. Oh, no. Because... Do, do we have to stop? Once we've gone through <laughs> WrestleMania X7, we're going to be having a look at, at uh, Invasion 2001 oh. before we look at the next WrestleMania. Because Okey-dokey. what's happened here is this is the year... I say the year, I mean, it's pretty much a, a week beforehand. Mm. Vince McMahon has bought his competition, which yes. is WCW. Um, they've had all sorts of problems, but we're going to talk about that in the Invasion uh, 2001 series that we do okay. just because it's fascinating and it's great but let's just get into Wrestlemania X7 I yeah. just can't tell you how good this Wrestlemania is mm, it's I, so good well it all sort of kicks off with um, this is obviously at uh, the Houston Texas Reliant Astrodome April 1st 2007 yeah a lot of foreshadowing in this one I'll tell you what yeah <laughs> <laughs> for how different <laughs> certain representations of things might be from later on yeah. uh, um Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc., I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
plushcare.com slash weight loss. It kicks off with a, mon- a beautiful montage of the American dream of people it enjoying does. WrestleMania. And this made me laugh more than pretty much anything else <laughs> in the thing. It kicks off a jazzman sitting with his trumpet on a chair watching <laughs> WrestleMania on a portable television. Yep. Then a cowboy watching it while grabbing hairbells again on a portable television. Yes. People are just half watching WrestleMania. <laughs> Kids watching it through the front window of a television shop. No one's watching. No one's chosen to watch it. They're just sort of doing something else, and it's on in the background. And the best one is a Japanese street vendor watching Yokozuna jump on someone's head. Stirring noodles with one hand. We've started with a bit of hot walk action, but he's stirring noodles with one hand while holding with his left hand a full 1980s era portable cathode ray tube television <laughs> with one hand. It's, Not one of those little baby ones, those little portable ones you see in Tandy. A full size 16 inch fucking telly <laughs> in one hand. His wrist. He should be in wrestling. He should be getting him in the fucking squared circle. <laughs> the, the funniest thing about that as well is it's not like you could see WrestleMania. <laughs> On television, it was pay-per-view. So you had to have cable. So all these people are stealing WrestleMania somehow. Don't understand it. On a closed circuit. What's really uh. strange is if you watch this on the network, you they've cut all of that stop it. And on the network version, you just come straight in and it's Chris Jericho walking in. Right. So I was okay. like, I wonder why they cut that bit. I'd had to look at sort of Vimeo and mm. stuff to just see that bit. And I think they cut it because well, I, I, Okay. Do you, do you know the answer? No, I don't, because I saw that on the. I watched this on the network. That little bit. Did that you? Little montage. Yeah. Oh, do you know what I must have done? What? I must have <laughs> watched it a little bit of it, like when I watched the last WrestleMania, and so it picked up early. Oh, I right, watched yes. it, and do you know what? I had I had about two hours of hilarious material about why that might have been cut. What was your possible? You know, I thought it was because you were in a world where that happened. <laughs> kind of. I thought it was because they'd used a fifteen-second sample of Limp Biscuit. Oh, get, don't worry about that, Mark. That's how, and then, then <laughs> it's the rest of the fucking show through the show. Yeah, and you think of all the musical acts that they've cut, even singing "America the Beautiful." Yes, b- presumably because of rights issues. I they I, signed something watertight <laughs> with Limp Fucking Biscuit, didn't they? And not just, but it's not Limp Biscuit. It's a very specific Limp Biscuit "My Way" song. Yeah, "My Way" of a highway. It's on. It's on, it's hard to understand how ubiquitous yeah. this song is during this WrestleMania. It is just constant. And the only breaks you have are where you hear rolling. <laughs> yeah, yes. um, when the yeah, Undertaker comes in. in. But why rolling? Yeah, exactly. Keep so. Rolling, 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 rolling. Yeah. Was that the American Badass's theme tune then? It was, yeah. That's a good, that's a good song, though. It was. And, and, it's, good... and it's a great Now I know you'll tune. be loving this shit right here. <laughs> now I know you'll be loving this new gimmick. This is a great period for the WWE because it goes mental for new metal. So yeah. it's got a lot of Limp Biscuit, and you begin getting lots of uh, different pay-per-views and different roars. They'll often go, and an exclusive musical performance from Kid Rock. Mm. And you begin getting these. The, the fans are never into them. <laughs> but it does make it more fun watching it back. Yeah. There's a really, really famous video that was made and it is a, a it's around this time I think it's probably 2002 so maybe next year right but it was using Creed's My Sacrifice yes. and for the first time once they bought WCW the WWE went we're the only player in town and what they were able to do then was they started celebrating their own heritage so mm. they begin to make things like the Hall of Fame bigger and they tie it in with Wrestlemania mm. and what you you have with uh, this Creed video they do My Sacrifice is they gave a potted history of 
wrestling in a, what, four-minute song. And it is one of the great pieces of TV little packages that you'll right. ever watch. So YouTube that. Creed, My Sacrifice, WWF. Mm. It is, it, at the time when it came out, it was the, the thing that everyone welled up watching. Well, because I guess it, it must have been really hard to choose <clears throat> all of the things, like... How do you edit a piece that sums up the history yeah. of professional wrestling? Yeah, like, you know. and, they, and they did a great thing with that song because it was about sacrifice mm. and they made it very clear that if you get into wrestling, you will have to sacrifice a lot because you will be used up and cast aside. <laughs> um, this WrestleMania also was supposed to have a big performance by Eminem, oh. but they, he couldn't do it for sort of touring reasons. Right. And what you see here is suddenly wrestling has become a billion-dollar industry. Mm. It's no longer the crappy, you know, downtrodden, horrible, slummy, nasty, bastard son of sports. Mm. It's sports entertainment, and mm. it's become really, really big. What's interesting about this one, you see with the Reliant Astrodome, mm. this is, it's, I think it sells out, 67,295 people since... From 1993 until last year's WrestleMania, WrestleMania 2000, they've only been doing 20,000 seaters. Yeah. And they've frequently not been selling them out. Mm. So there's only been two shows where uh, they've drawn over 20,000 people in the last, uh, what is it, decade. Yeah. And that's SummerSlam 92 and an episode of Monday Night Raw that was in Canada. Mm. So they haven't had a house like this pretty much since WrestleMania 3. Mm. So 67,000 people in the building. They also do over a million buys on pay-per-view, and that makes it the single most watched pay-per-view in history. Well, I'm glad they got a good show. Oh, didn't <laughs> Imagine they if just... it had been a stinker. And I think what you can see as well with the, with, with the people who are performing in this, they suddenly go, oh, this is the big time. Mm. This is our WrestleMania 3. Yeah. This is a, 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 an absolutely great moment. Everybody who goes out there... I don't think there's ever been a better roster of talent than there is at this time. Taking WCW as well doubled the amount of people and it made everyone hungry and it suddenly became a thing of going, shit, there are a lot of people in this company. Yeah. If I don't perform, someone's going to take my job. Mm. And that's not all great because you get a lot of backstabbing happening and everything's a bit weird for a while, but they get very, very nervous. And the nerves, they go, well, the only way I can do this is become, you know, just put on the just greatest better, matches yeah. that you can see. <clears throat> uh, and that's exactly what they do. They really they really smash this mm. out of the park. That's great. A couple of things you can see as well. Um, Jerry Lawler, he's left. Yes. So his wife, the cat, leaves because she doesn't want to be part of this right-to-censor um, angle and she's been a bit difficult backstage. They fire her. Jerry Lawler says, well, my wife's been fired. I can't really stay around. I'm mm. going to leave. And what they do is they bring in Paul Heyman. And right. Paul Heyman is a really important figure in wrestling. At the moment, he's the manager of Brock Lesnar and he gives a sort of like gravitas and a sort of seriousness mm. to what can be a, quite a cartoony sport. And... What he was was the man who, who set up ECW. Right. So ECW in the 90s, the early 90s to sort of 2001, it folds pretty much earlier in the year, um, is the American Federation. It's an independent that really revolutionises the business. There's no attitude era without ECW. ECW was about table matches, super violence, you know, great wrestling, um, sex, all of those things go into WWF for the attitude era. Mm. ECW... It's been going for a long time, huge, you know, very popular fan base, and it just it just has money issues. Paul Heyman is brought in to fill the place that Jerry Lawler has left. Yep. And the commentary team of Jim Ross and Paul Heyman, it's brilliant. Mm. Heyman is so good in this because he's a Serbic and a sort of like Jesse Ventura figure. Mm. But he's also, he's not silly. Yep. He really gets the matches over. The, the commentary in the Kurt Angle-Chris Benoit match 
it just makes the match even better. Mm. And it's a really good masterclass in commentary. The it's, two ra- it's, rare that, it's rare that commentary does elevate. <laughs> it <laughs> is, yeah. It can actually yeah. bring it down uh, from, from what I've seen. I like it. He sort of says it's, the, it's his first WrestleMania. I've, he's, I've never been to WrestleMania. I was thinking... Really? Surely you could have, at some point, <laughs> been to a WrestleMania. If you like wrestling, you probably would have done. Yeah, although yeah. He was, he's was he been working yeah, wrestling guess, since yeah. he was a teenager. Right. So he, he was uh, started off as a, a, a photographer at ringside uh, under Vince McMahon's dad. There's a very famous story about him being 15 and wanting to take photographs. And so he just uh, turned up uh, or rang, I think, and just mm. said, oh, Vince McMahon asked me to ring you. He said, I, I need a pass for Madison Square Garden. And they were like, did he? And he was like, yep, yep, I met him and he asked, he asked me to go and get one. So they went, oh, go along to the hotel room, you know, where he has this office before the, before the, uh, the event takes place. And he went in there, everyone saw him, and they went, shit, he's 15. You know, <laughs> well done, kid, a lot of moxie. So he, he really has been working in the business all his life. Mm. I imagine that, you know, by, by the time he was sort of old enough really to go to WrestleMania, he's working either for the AWA or later the WCW is poorly dangerously. So he is just, they're always going to be the competition. Yes. And, okay. uh, he, you know, he did actually, in, as ECW, it was partly funded at times by WWF. They had a good working relationship. Mm. But he goes on to have quite a fractious relationship with WWE. At one point, he becomes head of creative of SmackDown. SmackDown does really well. Stephanie McMahon, he have a bit of a falling out. He's quite acerbic. Right. And uh, he was on the skids for a while. They kicked him out. But he's very much back in the fold now. Yeah. Um, he's really good in this. It's, I think, probably the best commentary on any WrestleMania as well. Mm. Everything comes together in this one. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Brilliant. Um, the crowd is so big in the Astrodome as well. They just sound like ghosts. Because all you can hear is you just hear... Uh, it, it, is, it is massive and <clears throat> and again great crowd as well like yeah. a big crowd great crowd um, they could not have given any more and some of the pops are they come at surprising places <laughs> yes, <I'd say>. yes. <laughs> I'm sure we'll come out of that it's also the first time where they look like modern people where they're all sort yes. of like no one's got silly scrubby little tashes <laughs> no. and they're not wearing like knit, knitwear yeah. that's really colourful they're just like they look no normal no one's dressed like Carlton from the Freshmen's of Bel Air <laughs> everyone's exactly like dressed in like a bit like the wrestlers yeah I guess everyone's wearing blooming t-shirts that they bought from the from, yeah. from the wrestling. Like They're also all different ages, which mm. is uh, you know we're so used to just seeing it being these men in their twenties going fucking kicking him in the dick, <laughs> and it's just suddenly this sort of different crowd. The um the, the was there a, like there was a dark match, but it was kind of um I think it was broadcast on Raw or something. It I think would, it was it would have gone out on Sunday Night Heat, which right. was a, a sort of hour that ran uh, often before the pay per views. They would they would ah. do a sort of here's what's coming up, and then you have a last match. Okay. Um, um, and that, yeah, that was X-Pac and Just Incredible versus <laughs> uh, Steve Blackman and Grandmaster Sexay. Right. Just incredible. <laughs> yeah. I don't even count him before because I audibly giggled when I saw his name. <laughs> he, I, don't, uh, I don't know what happened at this match. It was only two and a half minutes long and yeah. it was a tag team match and uh, that's about it. It's on the DVD. I think oh, X-Pac right. has done uh, a few sort of in-jokes over the years where when people say, <laughs> you know, WrestleMania X7 was the greatest WrestleMania of all time, he'll always sort of put a link to his own match <laughs> as if, like, I, you know, thank you guys. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> Just incredible is, uh, he was uh, uh, sort of one of the last East CW champions, right? Um, he he just had that thing of in WWE he'd come around in the in the 1995 period where they gave everyone stupid gimmicks, mm. and he was called Aldo Montoya, the Portuguese man of war. <laughs> he t- sounds like he hasn't caught many bricks. No, just no, he incredible. didn't. Um, his life post wrestling has been one of of sort of complexity. Right. Um, I, there mm. was a, a sort of famous bit of internet shaming where it turned out he was working at Walmart, but 
I mean, why shouldn't he be? Oh, you yes, know? right, OK, yeah. yeah. You see that quite a lot where, like, people... Yeah, you yeah. know, and, and, and why shouldn't you? You know, it's, it's, it's a career that comes to an end. You know, you have to look for something new. Yeah. Unfortunately, sports are for young people. Yeah. You know, and Freddie Blassie, who does the voiceover <laughs> on the opening bit of this, <laughs> who, who was about 90. Um, <laughs> the first match is Intercontinental <clears throat> Champion Chris Jericho versus William Regal. Yeah, it's so again. William Regal. I don't. Have I seen much of William Regal? No, I think this is his first WrestleMania. So yeah. the opening match, the big opener. I thought, you know, I thought we we've obviously said that this WrestleMania is fucking incredible. Mm. Um, but <laughs> it does start the big opener. The conceits. The reason why these two guys are fighting That's is great. that one of them is pissed in the other one's tea. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Chris Jericho is pissed in William Regal's tea. Yep. And. William Regal, with a very 80s physique, let's say, <laughs> as, as wrestlers go, with his pink English skin, yep. uh, has, uh, has drank some pissy tea. I will always... not let a little toe rag like you come out and besmirch me. <laughs> <laughs> Just like the way he sort of talks, a bit like... The... You think he's going to go posh because he's William Regal. Yeah. But he sort of talks a bit like the, he is... the old British bulldog did back in there. <laughs> Regal is one of the great wrestling minds. I mean, he is... Mm. Uh, he, he succeeded, really, against all the odds. He succeeds in, in you know, he comes. He, he he started off on the on the Blackpool Pier, taking on all comers, um, right. a, a, and people would pick him because he was seventeen, eighteen. The difference is, of course, he'd been trained to wrestle and mm. shoot wrestle. Mm. But he's a remarkable man. So he was part of the British scene. He was really only the, the the only British wrestler, with the exception of Giant Haystacks, who had a very small run in WCW, and Dave Taylor, who did mm. the same, but was not never a hit. <clears throat> he really is the only English. Brit sort of professional wrestler who managed to make a career in the States. Mm. And oddly, his career in his in his peak, which was probably the mid to late 90s, is nothing, nowhere close as good as the stuff he was doing three years before his career ended. Right. He just ripened like a great big Blackpool <laughs> pear. <laughs> um, he, was, he, he is so good. What you have with Jericho as well is you have a thing you wouldn't really... It would be hard to get in WWE nowadays where you have two men who have wrestled all over the world. Mm. They've wrestled in, I mean, Jericho, Mexico and Japan. Mm. He started off in Canada. He's done the American style. He's been in WCW. And you've got Regal, who is schooled in this British style, who has then gone to, uh, where has Regal been? He's been, well, he's just been all over the world. Yeah. Europe, Germany for, for the CWA. And he's ended up in America as well. He ends up, he, he comes to the WWE first. He has a gimmick called, um, I think it was The Real Man. And they dressed him up as a lumberjack and he was all like, I'm a man's man. Mm. Um, he then went into rehab very quickly. He was having <laughs> bad times, but he 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 had an amazing career that really no other Englishman had had since the British Bulldog. He became a character and a big star. Right. And in fact, he's still with the WWE. He now works with NXT. So he's had one of the longest careers of any WWE performer. The only other person who who comes in at a similar time to him, who is similar, is uh, Fit Finley. So right. Finley is working in WCW. At this point, he's slightly fallen out of the scene, but he will eventually come back and he will start training the women and then he'll find himself in the semi-main event sort of in the 2005 period. Mm. But, you know, uh, I love the British wrestlers. I love the fact that he comes out to 18th century... <laughs> because that, that's what British people are. That, that's that's what pretty we do. much we piss in each other's tea. Chris, Je uh, Chris, I'd never seen Chris Jericho wrestle, have I? I can't remember now. You, you would have seen him seen... last year at WrestleMania. Yeah, right. uh, he he's really good, isn't he? He <laughs> is. Really very he good. is. And and again, he's he's a guy who he is still now wrestling in main events for mm. New Japan, mm. and he is he is just his career has never flagged. He's never been anything but a main eventer. Remarkable, mm. remarkable man. What's really funny about that little opening? Re 
re- sort of recap of the feud, if you like, is there's a short little bit where you see Jericho is dressed as Doink the Clown and yes. attacks William Regal. Yes. The, the whole idea, of course, is Doink the Clown, you would have a natural <laughs> blindness. You would go, that is not Chris, re- Chris Jericho who may attack me. That is merely Doink the Clown, is who, clown. Is, who is in the ring for his own personal reasons <laughs> and who I will ignore. It's, it's like um, when is it Harvey Dent in the ba- Batman film Does, <laughs> doesn't realise the Joker yes. is the Joker because he's dressed as a nurse. He's dressed as a nurse, but his his mouth and nose are covered by a, a little mask mm. and he doesn't notice it's the Joker until he pulls back the mask. And, oh, yeah, who's this young lady? Ooh. <laughs> um, what's really funny about the doink thing is on that episode, the doink is the reason, really, that Shawn Michaels gets fired from the WWE a week before this WrestleMania. Right. So Michaels has been pretty much semi-retired for three years, but mm. he's still a, a, a character on television. And he turns up to this, and they wanted to build up to a Triple H versus Shawn Michaels match at this WrestleMania. Mm. That's always been what, what was assumed. And what happened was <laughs> Chris Jericho was dressed as a doink. Shawn Michaels, by his own admission, had taken quite a lot of pills... <laughs> <laughs> Never mentions what, Never the what they are. are. But he saw Jericho and he came over and he went, Doink? And Chris Jericho went, no, no, it's me, Sean, uh, Chris Jericho. Do- Doink doesn't exist. <laughs> Doink always had a person. Yes, that's true. Do- Doink. That is true. Look, he'd taken pills, right? You see through the, artificial, you, you see through the artificial nature of what we call real life and you realise the only thing that's true in it is Doink. <laughs> doink so- is love, Doink is life. <laughs> Scribbling new T-shirt. Idea, <laughs> um, but the the uh, uh, Michael says says what's going? You know what? Doink, doink, doink. And Jericho says no, it's me, Chris Jericho. It's me, Chris. You know, Sean, Chris yeah, Jericho, a man you've known for a long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sean Michaels goes, why have they got you dressed as Doink? <laughs> And he says, well, they're, they're, I'm doing a run-in on Regal. I'm, you know, feuding with William Regal. I'm dressed as Doink to go in. And he goes, oh, I can't believe... I they shouldn't have made you Doink. And he was like, well, no, no, I'm not Doink. I'm pretending I'm Doink for this. <laughs> to be fair, this is how Doink became Doink in the first place. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> it's only for a run-in. Yeah. It's like a run-in. Oh, God. I've ruined my fucking but, career. I'm underneath a fucking uh, a red-hot <laughs> ring for three hours. Oh, shit. So, Michael, you know, Michael sort of grabbed me because I can't believe they made you Doink. <laughs> I just can't believe it. And Jericho's like, oh, is he out of it? He's really out of it. Anyway, later, Vincent Mann opens the door to his office and uh, Shawn Michaels is asleep in it. And uh, I think what actually sort of happened is that Vince didn't just discover Shawn. Triple H went and said to to, to uh, Vince McMahon, Shawn's really fucked up, man. He's really, like, off his nut. And so Vince went and found him and he fired him. Right. And Shawn Michaels was so upset with Triple H, they didn't but speak Sean, for a year. Shawn Michaels, why are you dressed <laughs> <laughs> Why are you just like Vince McMahon? <laughs> there, is, there is a weird thing about that, which is they are characters, and you're like, oh yeah, Doink's a character, but that's played by someone. Mr McMahon. But Vince not- is real. And so which is, if I hit him now, is he going to go, why, I'm, I'm going to treat you, or is he just going to go, oh, you're fucking fired? <laughs> I think with Vince, it could be either. It could be either, to be honest. As it long really as, could As long be. as there's piss or vomit involved. Yeah. Well, I, absolutely fine. Look, I think we've done really well to get through half of the <laughs> I'm sure people are going to love hearing about the main event of Stone Cold Steve Austin and The Rock delivered in what will probably be about 45 to 50 seconds. <laughs>
<laughs> I, d- I don't even care, to be quite frank. Uh, we've been Pete and Mark, yeah. the hosts of uh, Wrestle Me. Wrestle Me, Mark. Wrestle Me, Pete. We'll be back next week. If you want to get in touch with the show, it's uh, show at WrestleMePod.com. And you can also say hello on Twitter at WrestleMePod. Uh, rest in peace, the wrestler that died this week. King Kong Bundy. King Kong Bundy. Favourite of the show. There's favorites. a new big leotarded egg in heaven. Oh, that's sad. I, I liked him. Yes. You know, he's, he seemed like a really, really nice guy and again a shame that they didn't get around to putting him in the Hall of Fame when they could have done I think he's one of the very few people to have headlined a Wrestlemania who is not in the Hall of Fame well you fucked that up guys well done (laughs) well that'll be this year won't it well done oh well we'll be back soon deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.